Welcome back to We Over Me. Today, I happen to be lucky enough to be chatting with um, a coworker and colleague who I will have her introduce herself in just a second, but part of our new strengths team. So for many years, I've been a team of one and a team of maybe a couple. Um, this year, we've been very thoughtful about expanding our strengths team. And so I'm going to have a conversation with Tori about really how we got to today and the importance of strengths as one of our core values. So I'm Allison Horn, and I am the Director of Engagement for Teammates Mentoring. I've worn a lot of different hats within this organization, my very favorite being um, a mentor, and um, second favorite being a teammate's mom. So I've been able to witness the impact of mentoring, particularly strength-based mentoring, in my own life and um, in my role as a parent. Strengths was life-changing um, for me when I learned about my strengths back in 2009 and has had a very uh, strong ripple effect in my life. Very grateful today to um, share this space and to be chatting a little bit more about strength-based mentoring with my colleague, Tori. Thanks, Allison. As Allison said, I am Tori Pedersen, and I am one of the training and support coordinators with teammates, and I get the opportunity to spend most of my time focusing on mentors, and so really just digging into how are we best supporting our mentors, how are we setting them up to make the greatest impact with our mentees, and it's been such a great experience so far, and I'm so excited to now be a part of the strengths team as well, because I was introduced to strengths philosophy in college, and it completely changed the way that I viewed myself and my relationships and the ways that I spend my time and energy. And so it's been such a cool opportunity to get to continue that with my work here at Teammates and getting to share that out with the organization as how life-changing it can be when you really do focus on what it is that you're doing well instead of trying to fix the things that you're doing wrong. Tori, remind uh, our listeners and me of your top five. Uh, my top five is input, belief, positivity, empathy, and connectedness. So I'm a very big people person. I want to know all the information and the things that I care about, I care about quite a bit. Um, I love how we can practice strength spotting, and that'll be one of the things that we do today, but we can practice strength spotting with anyone at any time, even with our backgrounds. I was thinking about that as we came into this space. I didn't plan on where I was going to plant myself today for this recording, but um, definitely my, my top five in the background. I lead with input, communication, strategic, woo, and empathy, and my input makes me really passionately curious and I ask a lot of questions. So I'll have questions for you today, Tori, and I'll have questions for our listeners. That's really how I best learn. I am a bit of a gifted storyteller with that high communication and I'll share a couple stories today and hope that you will consider sharing stories. If you haven't yet listened to the very first episode of We Over Me, there's some really important storytelling that happens between Hannah Des Moines and Coach Osborne. And I'm very, very grateful um, for the reminders, even though I've been a mentor and part of this organization since 1999, I'm reminded of our why and I'm reminded of the stories that helped us to get to today. I think my strategic thinks about those different pathways and how we got here and how we go forward. And we'll chat a little bit about that. And um, my woo and empathy are my 
human connector strengths. And it's just an honor and a privilege to have conversations with people. That's what I get to do and to help them think about how they aim their talent. That's a big part of my job. And it's a part of my being. It's been who I am um, from a very young age. And I'm very grateful that I get to, um, to do more of that. So a little bit about the history of strengths and maybe a little bit of why we do what we do. If you listen to the very first We Over Me, Coach Osborne talks about um, the relationship that he had with Don Clifton. And Don Clifton is the co-founder of Gallup and, and really um, the remarkably amazing human who created the strengths um, philosophy and the strengths assessment. And the history of our relationship with Gallup goes back to that friendship between Coach and, and Don. And it had a very strong influence on, on Coach Osborne as a, um, as a coach and as a teacher and as a guide in the world, but also in the relationship that we have with the way that we do mentoring. Teammates is unique. We, as a mentoring organization, focus on the good. Um, we don't come in with a prescriptive method. We come in with um, our own authenticity and we show up and we look for and spot the strengths in the students that we're lucky enough to build a trusting relationship with. And as a result, some really cool things have happened. We've seen um, improvement in areas of engagement and in hope and in trust building, but we've also seen, seen retention in our matches. Um, as an organization, we we strive for long-term trust-building, safe, boundaried relationships. And we utilize strengths, just the conversations that we have about what's right with one another as a way to build on those things. So it's not prescriptive and you don't even have to know your Gallup top five or your Strengths Explorer top three to be able to spot strengths in someone. And I think that that's a really important part of our culture. Um, just this past year, we have named strengths um, as one of our core values. And I think that that really um, is a testament to how we've witnessed the impact and watched the growth of the philosophy of simply noticing what was what is right with one another and taking that and making it actionable. So as Tori mentioned with her strengths and my strengths, we show up quite differently in um, spaces. I like to share with people when I talk about strengths, you know, if we said we were having tacos for dinner tonight, everyone pretty much knows conceptually what that means, but we have a one in 33 million um, different sort of approach. The likelihood of Tori and I having the same top five strengths is one in 33 million, according to Gallup's analytics. And to think about that, that means the way that we grocery shop, the way that we food prep, the way that we set the table, the way that we dine, the way that we do cleanup, all of those things are, are very, very unique. And learning that has helped me not only to celebrate my strengths, but to think about the natural strengths of all the other humans that I am lucky enough to interact with, whether that's the person across the breakfast table from me, the conference room table from me, or across the grocery store checkout aisle from me. And so that sort of philosophy um, has really impacted the way that we train our mentors. Tori, I wondered if you would share a little bit about how we bring strength-based philosophy into our new mentor training and how we onboard our mentors with that sort of learning. Absolutely. You know, and I think it goes back to the point of what you brought up, Allison, of that you don't need to know your Clifton strengths 
to start exploring what it means to have a strengths-based mindset and to buy into this strengths-based philosophy. When we train mentors, some of them know their Clifton strengths from other avenues, whether that be through work or just from their personal life, their own curiosity, they've taken the assessment, but a lot of them have never taken the assessment or never even heard of what Clifton strengths is. And so we get to really introduce what it means to have a strengths-based mindset. And I always share your story um, and I'll, I'll let you share your story uh, after I explain kind of how we do this, but I share your story of how you had a strength spotter in your life show you what you're capable of. And it's through natural conversations and just the way that you interact with people and saying, I see this in you, I see this potential. And I what I like to share with mentors is our mentees have enough people telling them the things that they need to fix, the things that they need to work on, ways they need to improve, whether that is just society or teachers or family members or just this own pressure that they put on themselves. They know the things that they don't feel like are working. And so as mentors, they have such a unique opportunity to be the one person who shows up every single week and points out what their mentee is shining at and what their mentee has about themselves that makes them uniquely talented and strong. And so I like to share examples like, you know, maybe your mentee gets into trouble with arguing with people all the time, but maybe your mentee is really passionate about the things they believe in and someday can be a great advocate for somebody or could go on to make changes in this world based on the beliefs that they have that they are not afraid to share. Or maybe you have a mentee who, if it's not on their checklist, they're not going to do it. And that might drive some people insane. And they may have people telling them that they just need to relax and they need to stop being so rigid. But they are going to be the most organized person on any team that they join. And people are going to rely on them for that and going to be able to count on them for that. And so by taking these things that might feel like flaws, and often when we're younger in elementary school and especially middle school and high school when there's that social pressure those are things that as young people you feel like you have to hide or you feel like you have to make fit what everybody else expects from you but our mentors get the chance to show mentees that they don't have to fit into a box and they can use these things that maybe at the time don't seem like strengths but if they reframe their perspective around them they can make them so talented and open doors that they didn't imagine were possible. And I think that that's a really powerful way to start our mentors off on this journey before they even have met their mentees, because they're walking into that meeting for the first time saying, my mentee has things about them that are right, that I get to share with them and I get to open their eyes to. And that's so powerful. And so I would love if you could share your story of having a strength spotter in your life and what that's done for you. I, I will gladly, and I've shared this story um, quite a few times in new mentor training over the years. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a lot of mentors in my life, lifelong um, situations where people saw, noticed, pointed out, aimed, um, or helped me aim my talent, starting at a very young age. And um, you can about imagine me in the classroom, you know, leading with input, communication, strategic, woo, and empathy. Um, my woo showed up like 
every day was a party. And so harnessing that, that tremendous energy that I had was probably not easy for my family nor my teachers. And I can tell you with complete honesty, and I know that there's going to be some people from back home. I grew up in a small town, Exeter, Nebraska, very proud of, of how I got to grow up with so many people around me who saw my talent in such a small community and, and still are cheerleaders in my life. But I can, um, I know some of them may listen and they'll be nodding their heads in agreement. There was not a report card in my elementary years that did not include the statement talks too much in it. So uh, that gift of communication was definitely clear at a very young age. And I was very fortunate to have a number of teachers who, who really helped me to aim that verbal exuberance in a positive way, particularly I share about Mrs. Weber. So when you look at Gallup's research around strengths and why this is important and why it matters, it leads to engagement. So if you have a strength-based culture, if you have um, a manager um, who talks with their employees about their strengths, if you have a colleague who talks to you about your strengths, if you have a parent, if you have a, a coworker, if you have a friend, if you have a, a strength-based relationship in your life, a mentor who focuses on your strengths, you're more likely to be engaged. And as a result, Gallup has studied this for a number of years, some pretty cool ripple effects happen as a result of being engaged. You have a higher sense of hope. You have a higher sense of well-being, and you're more likely to be successful. And I've been studying all of that research for quite a while and sharing about it in um, new mentor training and a lot of the presentations that I've done for teammates um, nationwide. And I realized that my most successful academic year was in third grade. And I started to pay closer attention as to why that was. When I looked at that data around strengths, hope, and engagement, I had a very gifted strength spotter in third grade, Mrs. Weber, who was my third grade teacher, who saw that verbal exuberance as an opportunity for me to shine. She would let me give book reports when book reports weren't even due. Um, I was an avid reader. I would just absolutely pour over books during the week and on the weekends. And I couldn't wait to tell people about it. So what a brilliant way to put a student in a situation where they could use that strength or aim that strength for good. But also the ripple effect is it helped other students know about the, the joy of reading or know about a book. And Mrs. Weber was good at pairing me up with students who might not have communication in their top five, who were a little bit more quiet um, that I could kind of bring into social circles. Um, I was always at the magical moving desk, um, but I, I didn't realize that it could be used for good. I see how woo and communication were such significant strengths at an early age. And Mrs. Weber, and along with a lot of other people, helped me see that as something that was right about me, that it wasn't um, talks too much as a negative. It was aiming that talent in the right way. I spent a lot of, the a lot of time in the principal's office growing up, a lot. And um, Mr. Evans, who was my elementary principal, used to say to me, one day, Allison Horn, you are going to use all of these talents for good. And years later, fast forward, we ran into Mr. Evans when we were leaving um, a shopping mall and I had my youngest with me. He was probably about eight years old at the time. And Mr. Evans said, oh, Allison Horn. And you know how you know that voice. And I stopped and I turned around and, and we chatted and, and Mr. Evans said to Sean, my youngest, who's eight, you know, your mom spent a lot of time in my office and Sean's eyes kind of got big as if, oh my goodness, what did she do? And he said, what did she do? 
And Mr. Evans said, she, she talked a lot. And Sean goes, wow, that's, that's what she does for her job. And I realized the connection with all of these amazing humans who, not because they had to, because they chose to spot my talent and help me aim it, um, reminded me that utilization of my unique talents was going to help me be my most successful. And it pointed me in a direction, um, truly, I give book reports almost all day, every day, in a lot of ways. And I use that, or I try to use that verbal exuberance for good. So I'm very lucky and I would encourage all of you, um, and that'll be part of our homework, to think about all those people in your life who, who saw your talent and helped you to aim it. And then also to think about how are you doing that for someone? We have the opportunity to strength spot each and every day. Um, I'm really lucky to work with Tori and to see her connectedness in action um, and the ways that she can kind of pull all the pieces and parts together um, and, and be able to share things with our mentors and new mentor training. The way that she weaves in even a story that might not be hers yet, she can weave in or has woven in my story in a lot of ways that helps me feel like I'm leaving a legacy. And so I see her connectedness in action and I'm, I'm able to spot that. We both share input. And what's interesting about each of the themes is even if you share a strength, it's gonna look really different on each person um, because of the other strengths that pair with it, of course, but also because of our experiences and, and our values. And when I think about strength-based mentoring as being part of our, our core value and a fundamental as to who we are as an organization, we are so fortunate as a mentor. We have the unique opportunity to go in and to look for what is right with someone who's sitting across um, the table from us. Jump back to the story that you were telling about, you know, you were giving these book reports in class. You were the person that whether it was because you were distracting someone from talking too much and she needed to move you, she placed you intentionally around the people who needed a voice. And as a third grader, you didn't know your strengths. You didn't have words like woo and input and communication. And I see that input. You don't talk about your input when you use that story, but I see it in the way that you were sharing out the information that you felt people needed to know. That's the same thing with our mentees. They may not know the names of what these strengths are. And that's really what the power of strengths is, is. It's a language. It's a way to describe the things that you're naturally doing. But our mentees don't always know how to explain that. And so by having mentors be able to walk in and say, this is what I see in you. This is your potential. This is what you're capable of. That's starting that language within mentees to be able to recognize it for themselves. And so the first time you may be like, you know, Mrs. Weber, I don't know what you're talking about. Verbal exuberance, no idea what that means. But that's something that you still say to this day. Years later, that has made such a significant impact on your life. And because you had someone share that with you, that was a seed that planted that has continued to grow and look at the ways in which you have passed that on since then. And so when we talk about strengths-based being one of the core values of teammates as an organization, that's what we mean is we are getting to plant these seeds in all of us as staff members who work at teammates in our program and building coordinators who are keeping these chapters running and making these matches and really doing the groundwork of supporting our mentors and our mentees. And then with our mentors and with our mentees, who are the ones whose lives are we are hoping to have such an impact on, we are getting to plant those seeds and say, this is what I see in you. This is what you're capable of. 
I can tell you that I have never been around so many people who so openly express the strengths that they see in others and the strengths that they see in themselves. I have gained greater awareness of myself through this language. I have gained greater awareness and appreciation of the people around me because we have adopted this strengths mindset of looking for what is unique and talented with individuals. And that's what makes such an impact is it's no longer about somebody does something different than me and I'm going to get annoyed with it. It's what does that bring to the table? And when we work with our mentees to be able to give them this gift of a strengths mindset, I mean, I was introduced to this as a college student. And so I've had strengths philosophy in my life for a few years. But for those third graders and those fifth graders or even our high schoolers, they've got a lifetime to explore the things that it is that they're naturally good at. And I think that that is what makes it such a powerful tool and a powerful way to connect mentors and mentees is you are really creating a mindset that's set up to last for a lifetime. And I I think about our other core values and how well being strength-based complements our other core values. You think about inclusion and the one in 33 million uniqueness that we all show up with, that is such a reminder to me that this language helps us create a sense of belonging and it helps a student to um, really begin the process of owning their identity and who they are and, and having at least one person in their life to celebrate that. Going through Gallup certification is something they shared is when you look at the full order of your 34, the chances of that being duplicated are one in undecillion. Undecillion. Not a math person, but I can tell you that I didn't know undecillion was a number. And what they shared was what that means. You know, there's 7 billion people on the earth. Maybe we're at 8 billion now. I don't know. But there has never been, nor will there ever be someone exactly like you. And that's something really powerful to get to share with everyone who is a part of Teammates. When you think about from the concept of inclusion, how important that is for us to know and understand that, that, you know, as a mentor, there'll be so many times that you'll think, oh, I'm just showing up to, to play a game of Connect Four, or, you know, is this really having an impact? And we have seen tremendous, tremendous impact. I mean, both from the quantitative, we have some amazing data but also qualitative in stories. Um, the storytelling that happens as the result of the impact of a mentor is incredible, both for the mentor and the mentee. So when you think about that sense of inclusion, you know we are noticing what is uniquely right about our program coordinators and our board members and our mentors, who then we hope will go and do the same thing. And our dear friend Shane, who is uh, Shane Lopez, um, who wrote a wonderful book called Making Hope Happen, taught me a lot about hope and engagement and the impact of strengths. But one of the things that Shane left with me to remember all the time, and it's a constant, is the ripple effect. So when we have the opportunity to spot what is right with someone, again, you don't even have to know their Gallup top five or their strengths explorer themes, but I just noticed something that is right about you. That person will lead that interaction more likely to be engaged and be hopeful. And that means I can do that with anyone at any time. So if you're lucky enough to sit with me um, on the plane, which I do a lot of travel, and I share this a lot, sometimes I sit down and, you know, I always say hello, that's that woo communication in action. Um, and sometimes people will put their, their headphones on right away. Um, but if I have the opportunity to chat with someone, some of my favorite conversation starters are, tell me something that you've done recently that you're proud of. 
what are two good things that have happened this week? I've done this for years with my kids and I am a big believer in the best part of your day and the silliest part of your day as a way to focus on the good. Now, it doesn't mean that we're not going to have hard conversations. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have bad days, but I think coming in and, and focusing on that opportunity that we all have to spot and notice what is right, that creates a ripple effect that goes on and on and on. And in teammates, we're very lucky to see literally thousands of those interactions happen on a weekly basis. And we know that that ripple effect will continue um, and that engagement impact will continue for our mentors and mentees across um, the national scope. I do think, Tori, that um, the core value of integrity is honored and complemented by strengths as well, because we are, as an organization, doing what we say we're going to do. So we don't just tell mentors to go out and strength spot. We practice this organically and with intentionality with one another as a team and with our local communities. And I know you're going to tee up some homework that we have for our listeners, but I want all of them to know that they are part of a ripple effect. And we can really make a lot of change in so many different ways when we we simply notice what is right. It makes a huge difference. And it's something that you don't always see right away, but sometimes you do. And I love, Allison, that you shared some questions that can really get to those kinds of answers and starting those kinds of strengths-based conversations because it can be intimidating to start. And especially if you're talking to people who have no kind of background with what a strengths mindset is or strengths philosophy, it can feel uncomfortable. I've had conversations with friends before where I'll throw out kind of a heavier, deeper strengths-based kind of question. You know, what's your favorite part about yourself or what do you love most about what it is that you do? And people are thrown back or caught, they're caught off guard a little bit the first time that you ask that, but the opportunities for meaningful conversation are infinite. And when you start having those conversations more regularly, it just changes the way that you interact with every person in your life. I want everybody listening to the podcast to really think about who are those people in your life that have made that difference in you? Who are the people who have been your strength spotters, who have been your mentors, whether they even knew it or not? I think we all have those people that when we think back on who has made that significant impact, who have been those sparks for turning points. We think back on the specific people and I want to challenge all of you to thank them and to let them know what it is that they taught you about yourself or what it is that you are capable of. And so as we wrap up, I would love if you could leave in the comments or share on social media and tag your strength spotter and share with them the ways that they have impacted you. Maybe you don't want to do it on social media and that's okay give them a call write them a note send them a text but reach out to the people who have been strength spotters in your life and when you do that it's going to make a powerful difference in their life as well and i want to challenge you too to start thinking about those strengths questions that we've shared with you and who you can start having those kinds of conversations with like allison said maybe it's somebody that you're sitting next to on a plane Maybe it is a sibling or a parent or your child or a spouse or even a good friend, but start having those conversations and look for the ways that it changes the dynamic of your relationship and really points out those things that are right, not only with the person that you're talking to, but the way you see that about yourself as well. 
So I want to thank you all for listening and encourage you to reach out to those strength spotters and start being one for somebody else in your life. Well, thank you. Bye. Yeah. Oh, let me change my name. You know, it's not the worst thing that I could be called, but there are many recordings of me as match support. <laughs> and so I kind of holler like just a minute. And the guy just kept knocking and I was like, just a minute. You guys are doing really great. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you.